This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and thanks for joining the award-winning Dahanabak podcast, proudly sponsored by Old Lodge Grubbar and Kingfisher in Hull. I'm your host, Nathaniel, and tonight I'm joined by Will, Tom and Joe. How are you guys doing? Oh, oh hi. Hello, oh, I'm doing great. There wasn't, a, there wasn't a delay for me, but there was a de- delay from you today. Yes, I definitely didn't hear you say anything and I definitely wasn't doing a bit. Oh right, okay. But I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking tonight was another good intro from me. My new sort of timer. I've got a 30 second timer for the intro because the video is 30 seconds. I think that's working pretty well. Something else that worked pretty well was a new sort of dogged, determined, defensive spirit we showed against Sunderland on Friday night. So um, we've got some synonyms of uh, big here. It was, I think, a behemoth, immense, huge, epic, grand, momentous, massive sizable ginormous colossal victory for the tigers um will i'll go to you first as you were the uh, i think the only person to predict, predict that we were actually going to win the game uh what yeah. were your thoughts on, yeah well that's not a shock is it victory? you know that's not a shock yeah. well i can't be as negative as everyone else is on this to be honest all the time especially last week five nil nice one you did they um um it was a fantastic. It was a fantastic dogged performance, and it was a performance that I think City fans have been worried that isn't possible with this side. And I think it, it showed that the character of the side there is plenty to come from. And I think when you've got so many players out injured and players away on international duty, um, to pull out a performance like that against a side who are decent and did, did a similar sort of job on us uh, only a few weeks ago, in a way, it's nice to. Get some, get a good result in that way. I think it's the best, way, easiest way to put it. Mm-hmm. I, personally, it felt very similar to the Middlesbrough game. Um, again, a northeast team away from home, 
didn't play very well, but got the three points. And I mean, we thought that was going to be a turning point, but I think, and we'll discuss it a little bit, uh, you know, soon as well, why this is going to be such an important victory. But um, Rossini said it was the biggest game of the season, Tom. So uh, is that the biggest result of the season for you? Yeah, I, I do. I did say that after the game that it was the biggest result, but I think it was going suddenly at the right time. Like Michael Beale is under serious pressure. He was under serious pressure as soon as he took the job because obviously Sunderland fans were disappointed when they sat Murbury. Uh, they thought it was going to get like Will Still, and instead they got Michael Beale. And then so straight away he's under pressure, and now he's lost like three and six after we beat them. So I think it was it was it's so important to get that win. Um, if I'm being honest, I wasn't too positive going into the game. Like in terms of how we've played in recent weeks, and and like like Will said, like we didn't think that sort of dogged performance was possible, but we just showed like we can have two shots on goal in the entire game and, and come away with the three points, and, and obviously that was largely thanks to well, it was thanks to Carvalho's, um, you know, piece. Well, that shot, you know, deflected in like just a bit of piece of quality that we've we've lacked really in recent weeks since Stalat's been injured and obviously Philogene's been out, but it just shows that like you know, the quality we've got at the top of the end of the pitch that we can sort of only have one or two chances in the game and come away to a victory. But yeah, it was it was a very important result and, and the way it came about was, I'd say, it was deserved. I think, you know, we, we obviously defended really well, like Louis Coyle pocketed Jack Clark, um, you know, like he did in the home fixture, but um, Christy came on and ruined that and obviously allowed him to score. But uh, yeah, I was happy with the performance, like obviously everyone else. Yeah, less entertaining than the forward victory from last season, but defensively, that sort of more cohesion. And I guess you had players like Slater and Docatine, who's not played every game this season. So, Joe, did it remind you defensively of last season a little bit, where they just put their bodies on the line? A little bit, yeah. I think it's noteworthy that out of all of the bookings we got, neither of them went to the centre halves. It was for yeah. the whole team, really. Well, like seven bookings on it. Was it seven or eight? Seven? Uh, I'll have a look. So it was. Probably, you watch the EFL will probably do us in for failing to control our things. <coughs> I imagine. It was Coyle, Tufan, Doherty, Morton, Allsop, Slater, and Jacob who got booked. If Greaves gets another one, he gets a two match ban. So that's something to look out for because then he'll be on ten. But it was it was a Herculean defensive effort. Sunderland pressure for long, long periods of the game. The only sort of the only spell where I thought we were, but we had a little bit of control in how we like expect to have control in the way we play and stuff like that. It was like the first five minutes of the second half, and then it was straight back to Sunderland. But that's what we haven't done this season do some you know smash and grab basically we had two chances one where i think if louis Cole hits it first time he doesn't allow yeah. anton to get set and that's maybe a goal depending on how patterson responds to it whether he sets whether he just naturally sets himself in a position to save it because it's straight at him or whatever and then carvalho's effort which was on target but a deflection helps it on its way, and sometimes you need to ride to ride your luck. And it's it's funny of... a bit because you think we probably had the two best chances of the game, and they were our only two shots compared to. Yeah, the... I think if it's just Coyle, very grasping straws whenever they got a chance. If it's Coyle who plays that ball to two fan in the area instead of two fan playing it to Coyle, 
He scores, yeah. I think he scores. Same goes if it's Carvalho there. But Louis Coyle across the whole game, that's that, for me, I'll remember that as one of his best performances in a City shirt. He's, he's had a lot of good ones this year. But him and Doherty did such a good job on Jack Clark, especially yeah, yeah. when you consider that both of them were on bookings from very, very early on. Yeah, Doherty, I think we did. Obviously, when we saw the team, we was wondering where Doherty was going to be, but we expected him to be on that right. And, and he's putting some really good performances there previously. We know he's, he technically he's not up to the standard, but what you get from Doc is like obviously 90 minutes running. Obviously, the stamina is unbelievable. Like, he'll always track back and. That's what obviously what you get from him, and, and that's obviously why Rossini played him there. I did question Rossini not starting Ali on the right, but obviously the, the way Docket he played defensively it proved to be a good decision. But saying that, I would like to see Ali sort of get more minutes. Uh, you know, I really like I I really like him as a player. To be fair, I think there's more to come from him. I know, I know, it's like we've said that a lot now, but um, obviously when he first came into um, came to City originally, like he was electric. I thought, um, but obviously he was playing up front. So I don't, I don't think he'd play there now, but you know I'd like to see more from him. I mean, when he when he first came in, he seemed to be more willing to sort of run a lot more and challenge the attack. To challenge yeah, the think... he, he tries to do a bit too much now. I think he was he was a bit more, he was a bit more willing to actually go up players before, and I think he's lost it a bit. I think maybe his, his injuries have scared him maybe a little bit, possibly. But it would be nice to see that Aliar from. His first sort of season with us back. Yeah. That first initial loan spell, back end of the uh, Shotter season. Yeah, he was really good then. Um, basically, we did exactly what what Sunderland did to us a few weeks ago, and what Norwich did to us last Friday. Norwich had about four or five yellow cards themselves. That's a part of the game that we've really not done this season. And then I think, yeah, I think you're delighted basically to get seven yellow cards rather than concede the chances we would have had if you know I mean Ensheps commented in that Clark was hardly in the game that was because every time he got the ball we cut him down but um it was hardly in that boxing game either it was hardly in that boxing mm. game until Kyle went off really mm-hmm. yeah but I'd you know you're gonna get from Kyle Kyle, you know he's gonna massive. you know he's gonna drive like obviously as soon as he gets the ball he'll drive but Kyle did yeah. so well to like restrict him because he, he always showed him on the outside instead of cutting in on his right and obviously, that's how he scored his goal on Boxing Day, where obviously Christie allowed him that split second to cut in and shoot. Whereas every time Clark was in um, a position, sort of cross it in, was always on the bar line. So then we always had like Greaves and Jones there to defend it when the ball came in, or obviously all sorts to claim the ball. So I felt that obviously the way we defended there, even Matty Jacob was all on the other side. Like he made, there was a point, I think, I don't know when it was in the game, but a cross came in and Obviously, the two, obviously, Jones and Greaves miss it, and he has to be there, obviously, tucking in. And if obviously he's not there, a Sunderland player's got a free shot on goal. So I felt Matty Jacob had, had, a, had a great performance as well. Um, I do still think we need to um, address the left back position. We'll probably go on to that later. But Matty Jacob showed against Sunderland that, you know, he is obviously a championship player. Um, and ha- has the case this level. Yeah, exactly. So that, we still need a left back, but I think Matty Jacob showed there that he's he's far as cover. Mm-hmm. Just on yeah. the Birmingham game quickly as well. Fairlong was another one, and the the Rossini said, and people who were at the game have said Fairlong came in and looked decent, but then, then got injured. He, he clattered in the first twenty minutes, and then knee. So 
it's a shame for Fairlong, really, because he's had to wait and be so patient for his chance. He took well, he his get chance, yeah. injured. But I agree I agree with everything you've said on Matty there, Tom. Uh, deserves his shot. He's had to be patient and he's taken his chance, definitely. Yeah, Do you know what was, been what was particularly nice as well was it was nice to have a decision go our way for once because it was never a corner that we <laughs> scored. Um, yeah. But it was nice to give a goal kick or maybe a penalty. Yeah, the ref seemed happy. Won't say a penalty, but I really thought we was going to get a man sent off. To be honest, the way the ref was booking our players and not booking Sunderland players. But it was nice for once. I think I saw a stat that where something like the the eighteenth in the league for most fouls per game. Most well, fouls like the most fouled team in the league. And we've got, but we've, we're have we 18th in the league for fouls committed, but we've got something like the second most yellow cards of any team. Yet we're top for yeah. Greaves is, fouls Greaves, again. Serie, yeah. usual, usual culprits. Like Serie, he's had a ridiculous amount of yellow cards but this season. In all competitions at the start of the season, Traore had four in four games. Yes. Mm. I think a lot of them... I feel like make a lot, lot of cynical challenges, team. don't we? Make a lot of cynical ones yeah. where teams break. Seven, seven. Also, the kicking the ball had, away and things like that. The laps had six. Had a lot of those. And then, yeah, Greaves is on nine. Mm. Hasn't someone or a few players have? It was, wasn't it Greaves and say that we were scared we're going to get. You know, yeah, they avoided the they avoided it when it was the five stat the five card one, which end was back yeah. in November. I think the amnesty came mm-hmm. in, but yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think there is one at ten. There is one at ten yellow cards in the EFL, isn't there? There is. Yes. Mm. Well, if we believe Sky's commentators, they said that if Gre- they said Greaves gets banned if he gets one more yellow card, but then based on other journalism, this week, Sky's commentators that could be completely rubbish. It, it could be rubbish, and then well, I'd rather it be Sky commentators than Talk Sport, though. Leroy oh yeah, Rosinha. I forgot Liam had been sacked and replaced by his dad. Leroy Rosinha, his mum slash mother-in-law—I don't know which one it is—is is from Hull. I'd just like to say we'd still be delighted to appear on the new Talk Sport show that's dedicated to the uh, um, Talk Sport fan network, which we are proudly part of. Um, if anyone from Talksport is listening in, but yeah, uh, it's it's to Liam Rossini. You you you, uh, you you you. So I was pretty shocked. I mean, uh, Tom, you've mentioned it. We usually look Kilo starting. I mean, again, going forward, he didn't do anything. But I think him, he was part of the defensive display, and I think that was a good example of the sort of team cohesion that we had against Sunderland which we really haven't had only the seventh clean sheet of the season I'm pretty sure we had double that last year or it felt like we'd had a lot more under the senior a lot of nil-nils as well um but uh yeah I mean you mentioned the corner there really nice bit of striker instinctive play from from Sharp Sharp, to chase the lost course I thought that was the best part of that and we earned that bit of luck because I mean the last two games especially with the referee refereeing decisions uh, it was nice to go that way should we just talk about the Carvalho goal Carvalho goal I'm not sure how I'd pronounce that but uh, uh, Wonder got volley to the corner Carvalho goal it's two words 
Cavalier goal. Yeah, but you know, you could make it a. Trying to, try to make it fun. Yeah, he's I know. Right. Yeah, he's trying. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sunderland didn't really have many chances. They blasted all their chances over the bar as well from outside the box. That Cavalier volley was. Target, wasn't it? There's just them. There's just certain players like. Obviously, football just have that sort of knack of covering that moment of brilliance, and obviously Carvalho is that sort of player. Like he did it for Fulham countless times when they got promoted, and he's hopefully going to continue to do that for us. Um, you know, I think obviously when we get Philogene back as well, Seri, I think well, it's looking good. Like I think before the game was all a bit down in the dumps, but it's it's mad like how ninety minutes of football can sort of change your mood completely. Like it, 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 you know, it's fickle some fans can be genuinely. Some, yeah, yeah. some fans can be ridiculous. Like. Before the game, you'd have thought we was in a relegation. Oh, both. Like you said, both sets of fans, to be fair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised that Sunderland fans are begin- I think they're getting on Beal's back very quickly. It's only I don't. I don't blame them. Yeah, it's true. But they were basically it's against the appointment as soon as yeah. it happened. Yeah. But it's understandable, though, because you look at Merbury, like, the job he did, like, if you're not go- if you're going to replace him, at least replace him with an upgrade, not he not was, someone that's downgrade. He was doing fine for him. It's like Eustace at Birmingham. Yeah. Nothing wrong with what mm. he was really doing there. Maybe yeah. someone could have improved. Definitely could have improved. But Mowbray's an experienced championship manager who can walk into most jobs. Right, he'll, he'll he'll drag Birmingham up the, up oh, the table. Birmingham will be fine. But yeah, you're placing with Beale, who had a good start at QPR, then. Was it, he turned down the Wolves' job, saying, "Oh, I, 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 pre, I crave loyalty in this sort of per, person." And a couple of weeks later, then joined the Rangers. Yeah, he joined the Rangers. Yeah, and he had a good, had se- he had a good season there. And he, and yeah, well, and, and he got sacked relatively quickly from Rangers. Um, it, it's just funny. That's such a weird choice. It's it's not an improvement. It is the main thing, and that's the issue. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like that's why, like, we was I, I think. We was going at exact exactly the right time after they just lost against Ipswich. Obviously, it's not a bad result yeah. for them, like in terms of the play decent on the last two one. But was going at the right time because I knew, like, as soon as we, I said, like, it's important we get like an early goal, like just to sort of get the fans on the obviously bills back. But obviously, as soon as we um, scored, like later on, you could sense obviously in the stadium, like obviously fans were just exiting and and there was obviously chanting Beal out and stuff like that. So. I felt like it was so important for us to get that goal because I knew that it would just it would just turn on the players' backs and you know it's, it's unfortunate for Beal, but he knew what he was getting himself into. I think like he knew that it was going to be hard for him to do better than Mowbray. His comments about being a head coach and not a manager as well was so strange as he took the job because if I remember correctly, he said something about I like I'm not the manager, I'm just the head coach or something like that. Which when I read it, I thought that's the it reads like before he's even got the job. It's the strange way to try and endear yourself to a new set of fans I've ever seen. So if there's an issue, it's not all me. Is what it reads like in hindsight. Well, shots on target. I've got the stats here. Sunderland, fifteen shots, three shots on target. Three on target was it right? Three I yeah, I but can remember it's, uh, I can't remember who had They were just shot. shooting from outside the box. They were just shooting outside the box. That Ballard had like a free. Their, their, their best chance was that Dan Ballard's header, like free header, like yeah. probably should be scoring, but that's it. 
Ultimately, to make one decent save really all game, properly decent save. That try to try Hume on it, that strike, it was yeah, a strike. It's on him where you expect him to save it. That was just sort of folly dance to him, edge of the box. It wasn't even a chance they properly it created. Nice. It, was, it was just over all Sop's head, so he didn't have to make much of it. But it was still like probably yeah. the only big save. Scaling towards him, wasn't it? So. Do we yeah. think all Sop will keep his place for Millwall? No. no. Panda's coming. Hard to you don't say. think he will? You think he'll no. ruthlessly drop all Sop? I think <laughs> it'll be all Sop. I think it'll be all sop to start with, then yeah. Panda on the bench, Ingram relegated to third choice. I think Ingram could easily be gone by the January. Well, yeah, good point. Um, I mean, based on his saves against Birmingham, though, I'm not sure who'd have him. Um, yeah, yeah I imagine the first, time I watched, the first time I watched Birmingham's first goal, he's in perfect position just to catch it there. But How is it back, doesn't he? He's parried it back, straight back. It's not it's even parried away, is it? Um, He's, yeah, parried it straight back into the path of Stansfield, who, when you give... It's like... It's easy chance for Stansfield, isn't it? Yeah, he's not got much to do with it, but... I, I kind of agree. I think he'll probably show faith in all top because obviously he's already... He was his choice before Panda. He'll give him... That, and maybe he's... Eventually, he'll swap them over and bring Panda into it. It's hard to say at this point. Depends what happens. I mean, depends what happens in training. So is this... I'm, if I'm being honest, I don't really know much about Panda, but I'm assuming he's a ball-playing keeper. Like, what we're seeing, he wants like, to be able to play out from the back. I know all stops that as well, but... Um, obviously, Fortune and had Central's in there. They'll tell us more about him, but... You know, he seems like a decent prospect. That's why he's, he's a nice, he's a young keeper. He's got, but he's a young keeper, but he's also got plenty of experience at first team football as well, which is quite handy. He's under twenty one international. He's played in decent competitions already at this point. And he's, I, again, I don't, know, I don't know massively much about him either, but it feels like one who maybe next season will be our first choice for certain. It feels like. And maybe, maybe this season, but I think next season he'll definitely go into it probably his first choice. I'd say that. I mean, just a month or two ago, we were saying that a new goalkeeper was sort of a priority uh, before that the injury. That was partly because of the injury thing, I think, as well, wasn't it? Because we didn't know how long Allsop was going to be out for. And he actually came True. back relatively quickly. Yeah, he was back on the bench like two games later, wasn't he? So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be spending money on him in January and we're already after him in the summer uh, for him to not play. I think uh, Olsop has been decent, but started the season well last few weeks. Both Ingram and Olsop, I'm not 100% confident with them anymore. I think Panda coming and spending money in January where the money as well you know the budgets are so tight with the FFP. I I think maybe maximum one game to give him a bit of time training, but I think Rossini will definitely have him starting. I I, I don't see him be on the bench. We've spent one and a half million pounds on this guy. We're not just going to have brought Ivor Panda in to sit and be third choice, are we? He's going to make the picture very 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 quickly. Supposedly, part of the reason we got him so cheap was because of Adjun's previous ownership of or co-ownership of Fortuna Sittard. And it was kind of a bit of a make well, some of it. 
Whether that's true yeah. or not is, is anyone's guess. Ali, but... I was supposed. Ali, I was supposed to go in the other direction, wasn't he? But I don't think anything materialised. Mm. Which is a shame because we'll get on to the reason for that in just a little bit. But um, that's that will potentially be the fourth goalkeeper Ingram's been dropped for uh, in the last. <clears throat> three seasons so I think yeah in asking in- Ingram asked for a transfer we don't know that but yeah I think two goalkeepers is probably enough and uh, Ingram I think bringing Panda in now is to let Lotta Tyler go out on loan and the oh, initial that like the the reports earlier in the window suggest di- didn't suggest that Either Ingram or Allsop were going to leave, but there were going to be three, well, first choice goalkeepers. Really, Ingram started the season as first, as first choice, and he could well end the season or leave at the end of this month. We're thinking now as third choice. I think he's a good goalkeeper, but if, as I said, that's a fourth one on the pin drop for in three seasons, I think you know time's up. He's had enough chances. He's always started the season as first-choice goalkeeper, so probably best for him to find game time on loan to a League One club at the end of till the end of the season or move in, to another club. Ingram's probably a, a good... He's a great League One and a decent lower championship, lower half championship keeper, I think. Mm. He's solid, but in terms of the way we play, we can't rely on him anymore, can we, really? Contract up at the end of next season as well. Mm. Yeah, you'd rather cash what you probably won't get a, a big, a decent fee for him, but you'd rather cash anyone else to let, let them go on a free. Well, obviously in the summer, like you know, so probably what if you didn't depart January, you expect he'll depart in the summer. So all sops contracts up at the end of next season, actually, as well. We do have options on both of them, but we've got all in in the goalkeeping department. We've got all sop, Owen Foster, Lotta Tyler, and Ingram all out of contract next year. Was it? Panda was a three and a half year contract, wasn't it as well? So it's a decent. Panda's twenty-seven. I don't. I don't know. I'm. Not, I'm. Not, I'm not sure. I'm not started to be honest. Like, I know he's been out on loan, but well, how old is he now? He's twenty-one. So it's twenty-twenty-one. It's like very young for keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Still very young. Yeah. The thing for Tim is games, and Cartwright's doing really well out at Grimsby. But the only games Lotta Tyler's played this season are. The under-21s losing 6-0 to then bottom of the league, Peterborough, who had scored 12 goals all season before they played us. And then the next game getting sent off after six minutes for the 21s. So they're, that, they're the only minutes of football he's had all season. Yeah, it's going to be and a long time before his first choice anywhere, isn't it? In my yeah. head, I would, if we have three keepers to me, in my head they are... Panda or Sop and Cartwright going forward. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. all stops in his early 30s now as well, isn't he? So Cartwright, give him a couple more seasons out on loan. Yes, obviously, Cart- obviously Cartwright doing well at League Two level and perhaps send him out to League One next season if club's interested, then see where it goes from there. But he seems like the most promising from our young goalkeepers, definitely. So. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, either Pand or permanent deal from Fortuna Sittard. I mean, we don't really know much about him, but I think he'll be into the starting 11 pretty soon. Uh, Venegre's 
loan still hasn't been confirmed to be cancelled, but that might it just is. happen when we get a let back in. But it is. Yeah, it, it, I think it's just it. It will be confirmed, but it's already done, isn't it? I'd It'll say. It will be confirmed yeah. when we sign another left back. I think we'll probably yeah. a day or two before we announce the new left back. Be it Ryan Giles, be it not Ryan Giles. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he going to Verona in Italy? Allegedly. So that's what I've read. That's the belief. That's the belief. Yeah, Hellas Verona. Yeah. Uh, so we've been linked to Hungarian left wing back Canem Styles, but that's been poo pooed in the press. Um, we have been linked to Luton's Ryan Giles, who I think he's been on loan at Middlesbrough, Cardiff, and Blackburn last few he's seasons. Eight, eight, lo- eight loans he's had at Wolves. A lot. And now, obviously, permanent at Luton, but obviously, 11 assists in the Championship last season, the most of any oh, defender. He's had 21 in the past two seasons. It's yeah, incredible. But it's That's like, good for a yeah. midfielder, let alone a left so like, in terms of what he, what he brings. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So, what he brings, like, you'd be foolish to turn it down. We're obviously up against Leeds to bring him in. Um, but it, it says that we're winning the race currently. So, we'll have to see how that plays out. But obviously, we definitely need him at left back. We know that going forward, he's brilliant. There's probably question marks there defensively, like there was with Inagra. But I think you, you know, given what he's achieved at the championship level, definitely one would be one of the best defenders. Obviously, again at this level, so I think yeah, would love to bring him in. Jazz and Philogene partnership, class. Will it be on loan or permanent? Because the article says Edwards is unwilling to let Giles go, but Luton also need money, and it'll free up. Yeah, it could be. It it could be either or, couldn't it? Because Luton are obviously they they don't want to spend a lot of money, um, and they're they're probably in the back of their minds, probably thinking that there is a prospect we could go back down, so they they, they want to make as much money as they can on their assets. Um, obviously Giles in first choice at Luton, um, you know, so it's. You'd rather cash in, and you know, I think it's, it'd be good for us to make it a loan option to buy in the summer if, if they were willing to sell. And then, you know, mm-hmm. if we didn't go up anywhere, you, you've got arguably the best left back in the, in the championship, you know. So it's it's win win, really. Yeah, we we'll probably have a lot of money on for the gene to divvy out, so maybe those loan to option to buys would work. Uh, I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen. But um, we've also been linked to, I think it's Abdulakari Umur. Uh, Abdul- uh, I think you say it. Umur, okay. Umur, because he's got, he's got the little... That Umur. sounds like that has a proper whole twang to it. It does sound whole, doesn't yes. it? I thought when I yeah. first like, looked at it, because I thought those, like Airzil, that's what it, that's what it comes yeah, from. Yeah, the umlaps above the knee, it makes it like an E sound. Oh. And uh, it's... It's, uh, no. uh, we've got Ermer um, uh, on the wing. <laughs> yeah, very, very good. Uh, vaguely attacking player. He's meant to be like, um, like Bernardo Silva sort of type of player. So I know they're going like to Right, right he wing. He can right play on the wing. He can uh, play on the wing. Imagine, I just want to see Seri, Morton, Ermer, uh, Carvalho, Philogene, Dela. That six. I'd just love to see that one at least once. Yeah, obviously, if we can sign them, uh, you know. But. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, yeah I think uh, the rumours were that we basically agreed it and he's coming for a medical that's been poo-pooed, but we are confirmed to have been in talks with him. But then again, he's also allegedly agreed a loan deal to Fortuna Sittard, which would have been useful if Ali had gone there instead. And we, maybe we could have got him there, but who knows if he wants to go there. Um, he's probably going to have that, like we had the verbal agreement with Benson. You probably have the verbal agreement with a loan deal for like 10 clubs and you get to choose where you go. I'm sure Carvalho, his loan deal was probably agreed with a few clubs potentially. Um, initially, I think, I mean, yeah, he would be a good winger, but I don't think he's the winger that we're allegedly really close to that Rossini sort of alluded to. But I think I'd be happy with that. Like of the mould of Cynic and Alayar in that he's coming from Turkey and no experience in the league, that kind of thing, for him to be the one that Rossini has been like <laughs> working on for a, a while. Will probably do like- something levels do. So he's just sat there thinking, oh, Joe, you've hit the nail on the head. Oh, Joe, you complete tool. It sounds like a deal that no, could be done because that. it's it's like it's come around that it's a possibility and like uh, just an opportunistic thing. I don't know whether they were planning on getting him uh, because he's out of the Chasmine Spool team for some reason with his attitude or something. It was one that we were linked to on Shotter's deadline day. Um, like yeah. that, that massive summer, it was one that on deadline day we were linked to and nothing came of it. I think we were linked in the summer as well. I think it's just one of those names. It'll be yeah. like Mia Jack. That's a name that always comes up. Fraser Campbell. Or is it? Yeah. Ben Woodburn. Oh, God. Not Ben Woodburn. Not him again. Uh, but, uh, and then, oh, for God's um, sake. Well, if you're talking, <laughs> about, talking about strikers that we won't sign. I mean, I've been trying to think of players that, you know, there's Kiefer Moore, there's Keenan Davis. Maybe we'll go back into him. But at the moment, some of them have such a war, don't they? Some of them have such a Obviously, Moore came on today, so. As mentioned in his article, Fulham, Rodrigo Munoz. Yes. Not as a link, but that he that his availability is yeah, available. Kiefer Moore's available, as is Fulham's Rodrigo Munoz, so we'll see if there's anything in that. Kiefer Moore's a weird one. I don't know if we play the right football for how key players no. we need to be in a bit more direct yeah, side it's... to really play to his strengths. Yeah, and I'm not sure Munoz is just any good. So I'm not I'm not <laughs> thrilled over though over the over Look, good. Obviously good, but 
Yeah, um, my brain put like one percent of my brain. We'll be getting the uh, we'll be clipping, we'll be clipping what you said there when he scores ten goals, won't we? We'll put it on Twitter. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, but uh, both Ermer and Bozok, who is a striker at Chabson's Ball, have been kicked out of the team for various reasons. So I was thinking, oh, we could get a double swoop striker and a in a winger. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really see those those happening. Um, are there any other links? Hmm? I'm just suggesting send Cynic the other way. Yeah. They'd want him. Depends if he doesn't get injured on the flight over. Well, it's his birthday today. Rumour has it. Last five minutes, he's got injured blowing out the candles on his cake. So James has commented in, it'll be a Joe Gellhart type. Joe Gellhart, perhaps. Why is that unlikely? I don't want him, man. Learning a Leeds player in the same division as us, man. Come on. It's crap as well. Maybe your fave Dion Charles will come along. We keep getting linked to him, and that I'm pretty sure it does all come down to me making that rumour up years ago. I'm not sure there's anything in it, but I made that rumour up. I was the first person to discuss that. Do you reckon all City scouting teams look, look at scrolling on your Twitter just to see what players you mentioned? I hope not. I've not seen the copyrights. Yeah. <laughs> what happened is I put the Dion, I made a fake EFL transfer account. I put that we were in talks with Dion Charles. Hold down and Mel, put oh, it on the live oh. chat. They put it on the live chat just because they needed something to fill the space. I understand that. Six months later, the sun probably saw the whole day and had retweeted my thing. So it was in the sun. And then I feel like a few years later, oh, look, let's just drag this old rumour up from a few years ago. So I think the fact we were linked to him earlier this month is, is based on my initial tweet. Yeah. They probably have more uh, links to the club now under Ajin than they used to under the LM era, is what I think. Yeah. <laughs> Devante okay. Cole, that's another one. Devante Cole's been poo-pooed as well, but... Yeah, uh, Steve just said no to that. Yeah, Johnson, Clark, Harris. God. Fraser Campbell. Um, may, may as well get the albums at this point if you stand up. Abel Fernandez. Adama Diamande. I'm, why don't we just recall Oscar? Oh, well, yeah. I, to be fair, well, no, I, I think that... I might sell. I might sell someone out here, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna be very careful how I say it. But somebody, um, somebody who I know has um, has said the other day when I was talking about the recall Oscar stuff, said I said he's he's not kicked a ball since October. Said person said, yeah, and he's shite. Oh. I'll tell you who said person is at the end, but I'll, I'll make oh, a note. I'll really, I'll really help the listeners that one, Jake. You should have just said now. <laughs> it's don't it, say. You'll be surprised, is what I'll say. Liam Rossini. It, no, it was it was L Simpson, so that's three obvious. Lisa S. Yeah, sorry guys, but uh, sorry listeners, but I'm not. I don't want to sell this person out. Um, Chris has commented in get Umar Nias from Macclesfield. Yeah, come on then. 
Hey, Alex Bruce. Strange is, career trajectory. Alex Bruce is their manager, so we've got a link. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe that's, that makes sense. Let me get the fake account out. Yes, yes, who man, yes. I'm sick of every other tweet on transfers for Old City being, oh, Apple, Apple, Apple no. It, you think mm. it'll be good, it will ah. never be as good as it was. He's not. Yeah. No, no, that's the thing. That's how you. That's how you ruin a legacy. Like when exactly. you bring a player back. Yeah. How often yeah. does someone come back and it work? I mean, the obvious one is oh, do Windass. Well, yeah, obviously, but how many others is that? He's it's an exception. Huddleston the other year. That's the prime example. He still. Had... Chris Campbell came back was decent, but decent, but it was never obviously going. It was never going to hit the what he did in two thousand and seven and eight. Fraser. It was yeah. ten years or so. Very different player. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Abel Hernandez, was... in the eight years since he's left us, he hasn't played a decent standard of football, apart from maybe you could argue the Champions League for CSKA. The Qatar Stars League, don't think there's really anything there. He's Brazil. Sort of played in every South American yeah. division, hasn't Brazil, he? Uruguay, Russia. He's not, and he's not really scored prolifically anywhere. He's in his mid thirties now, so he lost all. He lost his explosive pace. Why would he? Why would he want to leave his home again? Yes, that's another point. Why would he a uproot his entire family for five months to move back to Hull, or b one of the Bob Carvers? Then I think, <laughs> or b like just leave his family to come back to Hull, where he didn't speak the language for the four years he was here and definitely will not speak the language fluently after seven years away, to, what, come back and sit on the bench next to Billy Sharp? Uh, we've just got a comment explaining what why he's coming back for the chip spice. I'm not sure whether it'll be the chip spice or the Bob Carver's. I won't lie. I imagine that in South America there's probably plenty of spices he could easily use instead. Yeah, it's not the same, uh, though. It's not the same. Uh <laughs> Two two things about the striker that I'll say is that firstly, if we haven't got one and it's deadline day and they still want a striker and Mets aren't happy with Oscar, then maybe Rossini would be at the really somewhat tempted to recall him in desperation, but it's unlikely. And then the second thing is there's we've been linked to Liam Cullen twice. And I'm pretty sure Rossini has said we're not interested in him. But he's a striker. That's that's, that's all I have to say. Who is, yeah. Who is Liam Cullen? He's at uh, Swansea, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I was, I, the only Cullen I was thinking of was Mark Cullen. I was thinking... Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Paul has commented about Mark Cullen bringing... Uh, where's he? He's probably some 8th, ninth, 10th yeah, division team. Like it must be like 37 now. So, Mm. I'm not sure because he was young. No, nah, when... he must be at least 34 or something. He'll be in his 30s now. Matt Cullen's 31 and he currently plays for yeah. Bamboo Bridge. Is that it? Well, he was young when he was yeah, in the he was 18 when he scored oh. his, uh, prim- the Premier League goal on it against Wigan. So mm. that makes sense. Yeah. So I think, uh, of course, hopefully we'll have a left back winger, a striker um, coming back for the Millwall game. I think the most exciting thing, though, is another winger that's coming back to the MKM 
uh, in two weeks' time, and that is, of course, a great Ryan dribbling Lund. player. Very exciting. One of you know one of the favourites. Um, it's uh, yeah, Ryan Longman. Swansea. Liam Walsh. Yeah. Ryan Will you celebrate Ryan Longman scores against us? No, he will be there with the team, but he can't play yeah, as he's on but you wish and he thank would, God for us because he'd be scoring. He would score. He obviously would score. It's just you must be scored, 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 scored once. You must be delighted at the possibility of signing someone called Ryan again, though. Who plays on the left? No. Not, oh, not really. On, it's man. not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Honestly, to be honest, like uh, since Longman's gone, I've been. I don't have a favourite player anymore. Like usually, oh. there's always someone in the team. I, I like our I like our players. Oh, well, but how can you not have a? Well, I know I, I don't have a favourite. There's no one who sort of really because Longman is still. What did Longman do? What did Longman do there for you to be like? He's my favourite now. Come on, well, it was, but, well, I felt bad for him because people didn't like him, and then I said he'd was going to do well then he started scoring goals and then that cemented it and you know I have to defend it was him a purple patch up between like November yeah. 2021 and like February 2022 where he scored like yeah, four right, right at the end of Grant's run right at the end of Grant's tenure yeah. Yeah. in terms of favourite players it's never been based on whether they're good or not that's never been part of it it's probably been the opposite the players that don't get the love are the ones I like because you know you know what I'm saying because I grew up like David Myler is my favourite player, and there's what do no. You mean? Whoa, 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 whoa! You're suggesting that David Myler isn't good. No, what I'm saying is, yes, I yeah. grew up. I grew up in an environment where my granddad sat behind us, would just slag Myler off for weeks and weeks on end. Well, yeah, and he got way more undue criticism. Well, funny, isn't it, how Liam Coyle's critics, critic, critics could speak. Uh, I've gone very, very quiet in recent weeks. Very, very quiet. Very, very quiet. But yeah, like for Myler, I knew he's a workhorse. He did the dirty work. But my granddad just would always say he's a donkey. And that, that for me, cemented my like love for him. And like, mm. he, like when I see him, every time I see him now, I'm still sort of starstruck by him. And it's weird. Because I'm not, I'm not starstruck by anybody. But by David Myler, I am. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, seriously, though, for the gene back, that's going to be vital, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I don't believe it. Record Longman and then we're fine. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm not sure whether he'll start. He'll probably come off the bench and then maybe start against Swansea. Depends how much training he's had, hopefully, a whole week. He should start training this week, though, shouldn't he? Or he's next week? But he'll have a few days. He's been mm. doing running for a while. Yeah, he's back yeah. in training so, next week, I believe. Yeah, two weeks training before Millwall will probably start. Nice, maybe a nice little winter break for City, which is desperately yeah. needed. The well, yes, we're... a great time. Great time, man. Yeah, like, obviously, by could... we'll come back February the third, and that's when the transfer window shuts. So. Yeah, we'd have to play until the yeah. end of the transfer window, and it means we don't have It'll to be play like Southampton in It'll the new signing. It'll be like a new signing because it's the transfer window. He's already played for us. 
<laughs> yeah. Not having to play Southampton, I feel good about that. That's, Millwall, yeah. Swansea at home. Southampton, their current form is yeah. very Rotherham, good. Huddersfield. They've set a record, haven't they? They're on 21 on Berlin now. 21. Yeah. God. The leapfrog there, it was switching. But uh, yeah, Millwall, Swansea, Rotherham, Huddersfield. How many points do you think we should and could get from there? Because that's a very good run well, now that Southampton's out of the way. If in theory we have uh, an attack that has Philogene and Carvalho in it, and hopefully a good uh, striker. Yeah, well and maybe. Uh, even if it's even if well, well, how long's Connolly out for now? Is it three weeks? Is three, it three to six weeks? Ah, depending on the severity of it. Hmm. And if he's back in three weeks, we well, probably have Connolly back up front after the Millwall game. So Swansea's, I think, the next one, isn't it? Yeah. So. If that if our attack is as it is and Seri come hopefully the Ivory Coast get eliminated soon from the uh, Cup of Nations. Yeah, I don't think they're doing I sort of like fair bottle. Are they fair? Which is funny because they're not having a great time and the hosts, it's quite a bit concerning for them. I haven't really properly watched it to be quite honest. Um hopefully by that point though, we've got most of our players back They've not even been using got... him as well. Been... No, that's what's annoying the most. He's not been either of them have played a minute. Yeah. So we've let him go for nothing, pretty much. But Better at the same than time, getting injured. At the same time, it's <laughs> it's good rest for them. Yeah, um, I think you should be looking at at least nine points from those four games, City, the way they are. Definitely. At least I'm thinking twelve. Yeah. But, I, but I think yeah, like really? well, I don't you, want you, to say playing... twelve because too much yeah. almost. The thing is, you're playing teams that are like fighting at the bottom now. So we all obviously know it's not going to be easy. But if you, if you if we come and play our best, like we can, then you, you like you say, you expect a decent toll. Like, I'm not going to get carried away there, but mm -hmm. yeah, I think nine, at least nine from there, that would be solid. Uh, just I'd say even seven to And we'll seven be playing or, or, soon after that. We'll be playing after that four games we play. We'll be playing the re. Reschedule Southampton game. We'll be playing Leicester again. Leicester we'll be playing well. Ipswich, I think, at some point soon as well. So we and need Leeds to really get. Also. Yeah, we've got there's four games we really want to. We want to target twelve, just to make sure we have that all those points in hand. Paul is right there. That that would be typical city. That would be about right. Leicester had a sword. Well, I think. Uh, before we go and give our predictions for the Millwall game, even though it is perhaps a little bit early, of course, the um, thing to do, combined oh, lineup. Oh, for God's sake. Oh. Uh, now, for, before, you, whoa, whoa, before whoa, you say whoa, anything... Whoa, 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 where's Scott Twine? <laughs> <laughs> Funny how you forgot to mention him in all the transfer news, by the way. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, all right. Uh, Scott Twine gone. Thoughts? Um, disappointed. Disappointed. I'm not, I'm not disappointed. Um, not that I'm... disappointed. Then we've covered it. Time for the combined lineup. <laughs> uh, I'll read it out for the listeners. <laughs> no, I mean, we can talk Pando about it straight in. Pando straight in for me. Straight in. Straight in. I know Offsop's just back off a clean sheet, but straight in. Uh, I think. I've only got two Millwall players in. Two, th well, two and a half. Two and uh, a half. Brian, where's, where's Brian at left back. 
Cavallo's on Oh, he's there. making a joke. Yeah, spell that, it wrong. That, that's Cavallo. <laughs> is it? I noticed. I noticed no. that as well, but yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. How have I spelt it? Sorry, my, my, my English, my English degree is just very angry with you right now. Well, it's not English, is it? It's Portuguese. No, it's it's general <laughs> spelling. Yes, grammar. Yeah, I'll read it out. I'll read it out. Greaves, Jones, Coyle, Morton, Carval, uh, Carval, Ho. Fleming, Philogene, Tufan, False Nine, so I've actually dragged him a bit closer to the midfield on the graphic there, and then Longman in brackets, so, uh, haha. Take out Longman, who are you taking Longman out? So who's in there to Longman, yeah. Well, like, no one, really. You're not going to play Lakilo. I don't think any of the Milwaukee players are good. Oh, yeah? You could yeah, put Carvalho on the wing, you could put Tufan in midfield, and Nisbet up front, who's got five goals. Really, it should be Sharp because you know he's scored more goals than anyone else in the league. But yeah, but it depends how you do, how you're doing it. Uh, like, you do it from current day. So, but basically, I just needed to show that because I wanted to put Longman in it because it's the only chance he'll have all season. To be fair, do you reckon, so, do you, realistically, I know, like, what do you reckon happens in the summer? Do you reckon we sell him? I reckon he is sold to. Either a newly promoted team to the championship or to like Portsmouth or Blackpool or someone like that. Yeah. I think you'll be spotting oh, them. I'd, I'd go with that as well. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, that lineup, I mean, I've only had two and a half normal players in there. I think Millwall, that's got to be, you know, with Philogene back, all these players, hopefully some new signings, some debut goals perhaps, got to be aiming for three points there. Do you think we'll get it? Well, obviously you do. Always. Um, we should have really won against them earlier in the season when we came from behind and went ahead. And in the second half, we just didn't turn yeah. up and we really... Played really really well. All the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- when you look at the positions that we're in compared to them... And the recent form where our recent form is not great, but neither is theirs. And really, when you're a team chasing the playoff, you need to be beating anyone who's below. You have to beat anyone who's below 15, I'd say, to actually do it. And I think they're 16th, so, yeah. 18th. Oh, the 18th now, so it's even worse. Um, yeah, so even more so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always that where they're fighting there at the bottom. So, like, it's not obviously, obviously Rotherham there. They was close to obviously getting a, a victory against Borough and then well, they've seen Glass later on. They'll, so there'll be a side that want to frustrate us, I imagine. I mean you'd expect that from them, but there'll be a side that yeah. want to make exactly. it that's similar, why I to how it was, similar to the Norwich. I don't expect this to roll them over. I don't expect this to roll them over, like, but no, I don't. No, um, we'll have to work for it. It won't be yeah. it won't be a walk in the park, definitely not. But like the Huddersfield home game, perhaps, or just a typical not home there. game. Not the game, the Huddersfield game, sort of similar sort of thing. They'll they'll be at us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I reckon. I reckon we'll have enough. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go one nil City. Will three nil? Two nil. Two nil. Two nil. Two one. Two uh, one. Longman breaking the rules and scoring. And that, that, that would he result in to play for us. That's, that's all right. That's fine by me because that would result in them having an ineligible player and us being awarded the game 3 0. 
That works. Paul saying four one. I'd I'd very much like that. But uh, yeah, hopefully some debut goals. And um, yeah, I think after the Sunderland game, I was thinking, or before the Sunderland game, I was thinking Millwall was the perfect time to sort of have a restart. But there would have been a lot of pressure to get the three points there. But after the Sunderland game and hopefully some new signings and Philogene, it feels like time, especially as we mentioned with Swansea, Rotherham, Huddersfield to come, time to build up some momentum. So for City predictions to win there. Pretty positive. Well, Joe, Tom. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll lose now. Yeah, but, uh, just, thank you very much for coming on. It's, it's so nice to have that break as well. I mean, I, I'll miss watching yeah. City next weekend, but it'll be nice to know that the team's kind of safe for a week and allowing them to train a bit more on the feet and then bringing players back in. Mm-hmm. Received yeah. that asked for an extra day off as well. Uh, yeah, I heard that on Umbassage. Yeah, and he, he ain't going to get it. But, I mean, in a way, he is going to get it because we're not playing next week. Well, yeah. yeah. Fine. Getting Saturday off. And, I mean, we didn't talk about the FA Cup, but I think, as we've mentioned there, having that time off with the injuries we've got, I think it's crucial at this point, isn't it? They while, just need I would a have, while I would have... Ad- I want a cup run every season. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. You want a cup run when... You're not doing particularly well in the league. Like obviously, when we got to the FA Cup final in 2014, like we was like 14 or something like safe. We were so, pretty like, much we were comfortable, yeah. Yeah, so like mm. now you'd just rather just put all your eggs in the basket to get playoffs. Last year good. would have been good, but yeah. we didn't get it. Mm. Shame. Harvey Vale scored that chance right at the start, though. Oh dear! Now Harvey Vale, that's uh, yeah. that's. Sort of niche one that no one's really going to remember in a few years, isn't it? Oh, yeah, he only played back twice. Mm. And one was that awful 3 0 away at Swansea, hopefully, not a repeat of that in a few weeks' time. Well, anything else to mention, or should I wrap it up? I've got Callum Jones scored for a screen. Nice little goal. Yeah, good. Harry Wood's goal last weekend against Grimsby. Yeah, much better that one. Callum Jones end, uh, restarting Forest Green's season after a fantastic tenure under Troy Deeney. Yes. Yeah. Troy Deeney's yeah. a massive ego talking about how they're using his con they were used just using his contacts rather than like wanting him as their manager. Just awful. Yeah. And then selling out one of your players saying you could have been in the Premier League, but now you're not even National League standard. When as a result of missing a penalty he got racist abuse, probably isn't the wisest idea. Well, it wasn't. It got him sacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll interested to speak to Callum Jones, actually, when he gets back to see what he thought of uh, what he thought of his, uh, his three managers there. Mm. Troy D. Yeah. The, the... Well, the way it's going, it could be a fourth manager by the end of the season. Well, yeah. Well, Xavi Simons has technically had three at Fleetwood. He was signed by one and then got sacked straight away. Then Lee Johnson came in, Xavi got injured, now he's back here doing rehab, and then they've brought Charlie Adam in, who's, like, I assume Xavi hasn't even met yet. <laughs> yeah, Charlie not the best Adam. landsman for him. Charlie Adam. Um, uh... I'm part of me hoping Tony Mowbray gets sacked by Birmingham just so 
we play them four times this season and they have four managers in each, across the games. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be a nice little statistic. Mowbray is going to get them back comfortably safe, so they'll be fine. They'll be solid mid-table, won't they, Ben? Yeah, they'll be fine now. Well, hopefully they'll be for their sake. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this was cool. the year Ben would finally go down, but they cut Rooney. If they'd kept Rooney, they would have done. Guaranteed. Probably. I, it was also, yeah. on another side, it was nice to see the Reading fans not take Dion shit for much longer and caused the game against Parville to be cancelled. Good lads. Yeah, well in. It's a blessing that we was in the Premier League, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the thing. When they take us out. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we're blessed really. Yeah. Peter Grieve, who was after buying us when we got promoted back to the Prem against Sheffield Wednesday, is trying to buy Watford currently as well. Mm. What? Well, what yeah. I think it's just, it, well, it's just turned two years, hasn't it, since Adjun yeah. uh, took over. And I think it's been a... I would say it's been a pretty decent two years of having... It's nice to have good odds, isn't well, it? It's, it's been a while. It is. It's, 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 been, it's been crap, hasn't it? It's been so crap. It's so shit. <laughs> <laughs> a certain a user whose name begins with H and ends in Appy Boy would agree with you there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> well, is yeah. that person suspended now? I believe so, unless they've come back under the guise of I don't know. It was that Millwall fan. There was some Millwall yeah. account giving a I stick. Don't no, I don't want to give that any 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 sort of coverage because I'm like, oh, but I found it funny that he called us Learning FC when they've got someone on loan from us at them and they have the same number of people on loan at them as us. Yeah. I know you're just fishing for bites, but I just found that rather funny. Was it was it under replied replies? Yeah, well but I've given up on Twitter. I'm not tweeting anymore. I can't be asked, so I wasn't gonna say anything. Does it not? Yeah. Well, thanks to everyone who sent us uh, abusive emails and tweets and uh, rude YouTube comments over the years. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the episode and we'll be back next week probably just to do a deep dive into the last days of the transfer window and see who City are going to sign. So thank you very much for listening and we'll be back next week. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.